What's up, everyone, and welcome to your favorite horror movie podcast that is on the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, The Terror Table. This voice you're hearing is Mitch, and for this episode, my co-host Kyle and Boozy and I will be visiting The Beach House, one of the latest releases on Shudder. As always, we offer up a spoiler-free review before delving into all the finer details of the film. And uh, we, of course, start this episode out by discussing what we've taken in over the, over the last week. Hopefully, each and every one of you can leave the table with a recommendation or two. It's a crazy world out there right now, and there's no better distraction than some good horror movies. Uh, but man, I am so excited to announce our next series of episodes. Starting next week, we will be jumping into our next three-part series of episodes. And these episodes will be centered around Bigfoot. That's right, y'all. It's Squatch season at the Terror Table. If you have been listening to us for a while, you'll know that uh, Boozy and I specifically love our creature features, and we always explore the not-so-lucrative world of Sasquatch films out there. Kyle also said the exact words, I don't think I fuck with Squatch lore on a previous episode, and that type of attitude just simply won't be tolerated at the Terror Table. We have selected a few different films that explore the Sasquatch mythos in their own unique ways, and we'll be kicking things off with The Legend of Boggy Creek from 1972 next week. I hate to condone Boozy's poor watching habits, but if any of you are having a tough time finding a copy of the film to rent or buy, it is available on YouTube for free. Christ, I feel dirty even just recommending a movie on YouTube. Um, the following week, we will take a trip to Willow Creek, Bobcat Goldthwaite's found footage Bigfoot film from 2013. And there's also a very good chance that we're going to bring a very muscular man with us on that adventure to protect us. Stay tuned for a super fun guest on that episode. And then we will close the series out with Exists from 2014, directed by Eduardo Sanchez, the genius that gave us the Blair Witch Project. This is going to be a super fun series, so make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and likely a bunch of other places. Uh, Leave us a review if you want to help the show out, and if anyone listening out there has some thoughts on Bigfoot or any other type of cryptids, send us an email to theterratable at gmail.com and uh, join the conversation. But for now, maybe split up some edibles with some strangers at your dad's beach house and enjoy this episode of The Terror Table. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. I'm picking up What's up, everyone, and welcome to the 2D table. My name is Mitch, and one of the regular hosts that you hear every single week. Who do I got with me? You got Kyle here. I need to. I need to just say something right now. Say I don't. It. I don't hate to be. I'm just annoyed of hearing it. Okay. Get what? used to it, girl. Why do you have to bring us down so quickly? I'm boozy. <laughs> this is a strange form of deja vu that I no one else will understand, but I'll well, just leave thanks, it out there. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of this horror movie podcast. Today we're going to be talking about The Beach House as a little one-off episode. Um, we finished our series on world horror, world horror movies last week, which we talked about Martyrs, the skin I live in, and a girl walks home alone at night. So now we've reached our little, little gift. I think this. Yeah. Is, what what would we even call this episode? Because we always do this. We're like, let's throw one random one in, and then we'll get into our next it's like series. Stay alive esque. Like yeah, we'll grab stay. bag. Yeah, but it's <laughs> I, just I don't know. Thing. Like I don't know about you guys, but I feel much more enlightened about the world after a world series. Oh, 
Okay. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I got to watch auditions, so my life's been better all overall. Right, which we didn't do an episode on that. But I so, did it thanks. because of the show. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for the World Horror Series, I don't know if I would have got you to audition. plug our shit on our show. I talked about <laughs> it on the episode. If that's not plugging, yeah. I don't know what is. I had already seen two of the movies, and I fucking love foreign movies. I think we all, we're all big fans of foreign foreign films so yeah. like uh it was cool just covering them on the show for like i think that's those are probably only like our at least near 10 we've only done like 10 uh foreign language films before so. are there really people out there who have no interest in foreign films like if there they hear it's from somewhere else they're like no i don't want to it's honestly subtitles people do some people really hate subtitles yeah they just don't like reading while they're watching which is like i, I get it I, I understand it and everything but fuck are you missing out on some great shit like some of the best stuff <laughs> just ascend above your like primate instincts and just work a little bit put your brain in overdrive you also this. just forget that you're doing it 10 minutes in if yeah, it's a good it's, movie it's literally yeah. not a cumbrance that's exactly i think it always takes that one movie that like you don't even notice you're reading the whole time because yeah. when, when, I don't know when I'm younger, I don't I don't think I really cared about <laughs> no uh, a film whether it had subtitles or not. But anyway, yeah. Well, either way, yeah. So we're talking about the Beach House from this year. It just came out on July 9th on Shutter. Yeah, so, Shutter exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Brand new release. So we'll talk about that. But before all that, let's uh, let's talk about what we've been up to since the last episode. It has been a day over a week since we've seen each other. Um, yeah, who wants to go first? I think Boozy's going to go first. I'm going to go first. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start this off strong with a little bit more Tubi in your guys' oh life. Fucking right. All right. So I checked out Island Zero from 2018, and this movie is directed by Josh Gerritsen. So this movie is super fucking cool. It has such a good idea. Um, so... But then it gets really bad. Here, let me let me go through this with you guys. Okay. Now um, I'm having deja vu yeah, again yeah, from is, last week. <laughs> this is derailed all over again. <laughs> okay. That was the one he liked the most. Right. Okay. Yeah. Follow along, boys. <laughs> okay. Boys. Okay, so there is this island, and there's a bunch of people on it. It's kind of like a little fishing village. Wait a second. Island Zero? Yeah. Show me the poster, Mitch. <laughs> okay, I will, but I'm just... What, well, a, stupid, on, what me, a stupid fucking name. Let me, let me go for this. Well, okay. So it actually, like it actually does make sense. Okay. Okay, okay. So it's this little fishing town or whatever, and they have a ferry to get across, and that's the only way they can get back and forth, or, if they, or else they have to take a boat out. So the ferry stops coming, and... This no. this little town just gets <laughs> what? Well, come on, guys! That was the best fucking reaction I've ever seen. You didn't even look at it. Come on, Ky guys! I showed Kyle the poster, and he just went, "No." I have like a million notes for this. I want to. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I totally want to hear, but I also want to note that the tagline is "Everything needs to eat." So did yeah. that is that what caught you? Because no. it's clearly like that's no. A I, re I read the, the synopsis. Okay, no, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but it, that's such a blatant homage. Yeah, and oh I, yeah. And I, I dig okay, that. We have a fishing town. Continue. Yes. yes. So the ferry stops showing up, and this this town goes, and they, like, at the, at the start, they're like, oh, you know, maybe it broke down or something. And then all of a sudden, days keep going and going, and then they send people out on boats, and they don't come back. And it's just kind of this idea that they're, like, they're stuck there, and, and there's no radio transmissions going out or whatever. That's Island Zero. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> this this movie has a super good synth score. I was actually really impressed by it. Uh, definitely has some really good timing. Like this director knows good horror timing, and I really like that. Obviously, this movie is hugely inspired by Alien, Aliens, and The Thing. Um, the third act flops so fucking hard; it hurts. 
Um, these are probably some of the worst special effects I've seen, and I've seen wow. a lot of shitty special effects. That is kind of saying something. Yeah. I feel like you're almost an expert. <laughs> yeah, that, and, yeah. and, you know, my last note for this is... <laughs> so true. Give this man a budget and let him see what he can do. Like, let's see what he can do, because he has great horror timing. This is a great story, and it's just unfortunate that... Uh, it gets D-railed oh. at the end so hard. Good God. Is this a recent release? Or? 2018. Oh, okay, yeah. So pretty new. So, you know what? I, I, I'm i giving, like, like, Josh Gerritsen, fucking give that guy some money. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, shout out. Why don't you give him some money? Yeah. yeah. I'm a fucking student. What money do I have? <sighs> you know, man. I don't know. Bitcoin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure you can sell some of your Pokemon cards. I wish mine were worth some. <laughs> Really looked into that one. Kyle's too. just gonna be the sleeper agent that buys all my cards and, and tells me they're worth worth less than they are because I won't take <laughs> oh, the time to man. look it up. Yeah, <laughs> my days of hustling are far. <laughs> you were selling cards like three three months ago. You're selling Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Well, I had to get rid of my my dead stock. <laughs> your dead stock. <laughs> so those are the ones that you don't put in your deck. Correct. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love it. They're so, band of the shadow realm. <laughs> All right, so uh, that Whoa, was so original, Boozy. A Shadow Realm joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see how this episode's gonna go. I'll play my fissure. <laughs> that one did something, didn't it? Oh, bro. I used this to. Tries play. Did, on did you not hear him go? <laughs> yeah, that's the fissure noise. Yeah. All right, so that was Island Zero. Yes. All right. Uh, I'll knock one off here quick, and then we can pass it off to Kyle. Uh, this one I'm not going to talk too long about because you've heard me talk about it on uh, probably close to as many episodes as we've had. I went and saw Jaws on my birthday right. with Courtney. We went to 13 Pies, which was excellent once again. What'd you have? Annie Wilkes, the drink. Wow. So, yeah, like, that's the thing is, like, they could have put dog shit in this thing and called it Annie Wilkes, <laughs> and I would have drank it, but it was... It was For the amazing. record. Yeah, but that's the thing is, they could have, it could have came out just looking like a steaming pile of turd. Uh, sure, sure. And I still would be like, well, it's called Annie Wilkes. What, like, if, I'm what gonna if the owner just puts another thing on the menu, and it's called, like, the Mitch Oliver, so he orders it, it's just shit. <laughs> Damn. It's just dog shit. It's just a PBR. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is the Mitch Oliver. Even though you're drinking the PBR today, yeah, right? okay. or, or, or a lucky treat, or a lucky. treat yourself, King. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so fucking yeah, thirteen pies killed it. Also, Courtney, and I think it's a new drink on the menu because I hadn't had it before. But she had the Losers Club, which is oh. unreal. Highly recommend people try the Losers Club if you're there. Uh, yeah, so those were great. Uh, and then yeah, we went and saw Jaws. So. What mainly why I want to bring this up is because I had like fuck it was a great thirtieth birthday. I had such a great day with. Is this uh, your first time seeing it on the big screen? Let's just round oh yeah, pause. this is the first time I saw. Jo <laughs> Thank you, but this is the first time I saw Jaws on the big screen. Uh, it's my favorite movie of all time, and like I, I saw this movie at a very young age for the first time with my uncle who passed away a few years ago, and like it's just it's a movie that I just have always fucking loved a lot, and um, I also had this moment when I was in the, in the theater, this, it, like, sitting ahead of us. Also, it's kind of amazing going to movies during this <laughs> because no one's allowed to sit beside you. Like, right. they don't, they will not sell those seats. And so that's, for recluses, this it's like, oh finally. God, it's fucking amazing, man. I'm like, you, yes, I get is to go to like, the movie theater and no one comes near me. That's amazing. Is it one person? It's two people. Two it's, oh, yeah, even they, better. Oh, I guess because yeah. I could, yeah, I understood. But it was great. Yeah, it's so good. But, uh... Yeah, and then in walks this little old lady, probably in her mid to late 80s. And her... Just the, the tightest dumper. <laughs> oh, no. And, and her... And her sweet... And her sweet little maybe 10 or 12-year-old uh, like nephew. 
No, but um, that brought back some major memories for me. My grandma used to, like, my nana used to take me out of school to go see. She took me out of school to see The Water Boy. And to how see, like, often did you get taken out of school for movies? Because you've talked dude, to yeah. a lot. It was Water Boy, Galaxy Quest. Uh, she's all that. That was the time I saw it in the theater, and then the on the rewatch is where my parents told me they were getting the divorce. Oh sure, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm trying to think. Yeah, so it wasn't even during a movie you hadn't seen yet. Like you're, no, it was yeah, at the beach yeah. scene where they're all like, "You can't do her in a prom queen. She's got a ponytail." But anyways, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just very sweet for me to see. I'm like, there is a 100 percent chance that this is this kid's first time seeing Jaws. So, like, That's that got awesome. me excited that he's going to get to see... sleeping at night, kid. Well, not only that, but he's going to get to see it in the right way. And fuck, man, we took the theater for granted. That's mainly why I want to talk yeah. about this, too, is that it's just... Man, like, I totally... It's been... I haven't see, been to a movie since The Invisible Man, obviously. Like, they've been shut down. And, right. like, it was, and that was, like, right before COVID hit, yeah, too. it was right before. Yeah. And, uh, man, like, just the sound. And, like, hearing Jaws on, on the big screen was just absolutely insane and it's like i've seen this movie probably close to 50 times and it like even the moments that i like i i have this movie memorized and it was still playing me like a fiddle that might have had a little bit to do with us hitting the gas super fucking hard at the beginning you can enjoy movies without saying after that you were stoked every time every movie <laughs> but hey we're, we we uh sobered up but the thing is we also like man the trailers were fucking insane like quiet place 2 looks so good i'm like god i can't wait to see that movie like right right but once again it, that was when i was peak stoned so <laughs> so trailers and everything like, that's awesome because the some, trailers were yeah. unreal oh my god have you guys seen the trailer for uh the new russell crowe movie mm, man i'm going know. like opening fucking night it looks hilarious courtney and i were losing our minds laughing it's about russell crowe like okay, I also love that Russell Crowe's just accepted that he's fat now. Like oh, he's yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not losing his weight that he gained yeah. for whatever. Wait, role. Russell Crowe's fat now. Oh yeah, man. He, yeah, it, 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 but it's oh, it suits him. He's comfy. It, it's yeah, he's comfy. I'm looking this up. But it's about a dude who has road rage, and it's just him chasing someone down, having like it looks oh, okay, fucking hilarious. But like it's not meant to be. Is it called Road Rage? No, it's called something even dumber. It's called Simpsons Home and Hit and Run. Yeah, but why um, have I never seen this picture before? Which one is it of him in Boy Erased? Oh, is that Artemis Fowl? That looks like Artemis Fowl, Russell Crowe. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> okay, not to be an asshole, but I, I don't even recognize him. Yeah. Well. Un oh man, that's why it's also funny. The the name of the movie, Unhinged. Oh, <laughs> and it's about god. a dude having road rage. <laughs> it just looks amazing. Oh, that does look. We can't wait. Like I love that type of trash action movie. Like just garbage. Like it's unhinged. Like the, it's like that like B B level Liam Neeson type movies. Like, so yeah, some of those yeah. weird Nicolas Cage movies. I fuck with those, man. Like I, I watched you know nonstop. Transit. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Wow. It's, it's, it's a yeah. B movie, Liam Neeson movie. What more do you want from me? That's pretty accurate. <laughs> but I don't know. I just basically, if you have the chance to see Jaws on the big screen, now would probably be the time. I'm guessing everywhere where the theaters are open, they're probably playing this. They're most yeah. likely playing it. This is the way to see it, man. Like the, the score was just amazing. Even the quiet moments with just the hearing the waves. It's a whole different experience. It was like watching the movie for the first time again. It was it was unbelievable, and just just like Alien and the Thing, it gets better and better every time I see it. Uh, the performances, the dialogue, it's just it's a masterpiece. So I yeah, that's Jaws. <laughs> if you right. haven't heard so, much, so for the record, Jaws is pretty good. Yeah, Jaws is all okay. right. Yeah. Understood. Kyle. Okay, I watched a movie this week. I finally got around to watching E. L. Katz's Cheap Thrills. Thrills. 
Finally. Oh. So I gave Kyle a starter pack of yeah. movies. For listeners, who, I guess we've probably talked about this before on the show, I yeah. think maybe several times. But for listeners who don't know, when I first started the show here, um, to prep me for the show, Mitch gave me a starter pack of like six films or something like that. Or maybe it was only like three, but every other time you would no, you, you would add on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd add on because you took Candyman and stuff like that. Right. But there was different different uh, subgenres. Yes, within that. it was like, a proper starter pack because it wasn't yeah. just like, like all slash girls. There's nothing like anything in that st- in that stack. Absolutely, and it had been one that I uh, had been meaning to get around to for quite a while. Obviously, because you recommended it, but also because it seems so vastly different than everything else that you said was like a must watch. Um, so finally watched it and. Holy fuck is this movie dark. This is like it's a weird kind of depressing because it's it's sort of like it highlights like those real dark moments in your life. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't think I could ever like personally um relate to any of these characters like uh, like very well, but at the same time it makes you feel of just like the worst thing you've done to someone. Whatever that may be is kind of how watching this movie is. It's just like it's it's painful in a way. It's extremely painful, and yeah. I, what well, sucks is I relate to both of them. I was gonna say it kind of reminds me of Mitch twenty summer yeah. sixteen. <laughs> like okay, there's well. that, but also it it's but yeah. The, I guess the other idea with that though, and maybe this goes back onto what I just said, is that like you can relate with them in the way that if you've ever done shit something shitty to anyone, you understand the feeling. Of having power over I someone. I can't see you doing anything shitty to anyone. Well, you know what I mean. Like that can be. <laughs> oh, I can think of a couple people I could put in a room with Kyle, and he do some pretty. Like, man, can you imagine what's his nuts from uh, Welcome to Time Play? <laughs> yeah, I'll be a tatters ego way back. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, I don't know what you're trying to get out of here, but it's just it's it's that feeling of being a horrible person is what watching this movie is like. And thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I really relate to For the record, I did not call you a person. <laughs> I agree. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's a gut punch in a lot of ways. Like, sorry, I grabbed your, your lighter there. It just like, it's okay, too. I'm a fidgeter, you know? Okay. Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry is on a different level here. Yeah, like you saw Empire Records. Oh, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> Empire Records is a fucking staple of my childhood, and... Seeing him become a complete psychopath in this film was rewarding, but also terrifying. That must have been hard for you to see Sarah Paxton, too, because I know you're huge into Aquamarine as well. And Darcy's Wildlife, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, and don't forget the superhero movie. Oh, my God. (laughs) She was also in the fourth Halloween Town movie. Okay, fuck How do you know all this shit? He's an encyclopedia of, like, Family Channel and YTV. I was going to say, he's an encyclopedia of shit nobody asks for actors about. (laughs) He's an encyclopedia of, like, our ten... Like our eight to eleven and a half year old selves, <laughs> but like, it's it's crazy. Like the fourth Halloween Ted is so savage. She replaces the main actors of the first three movies. It's oh man, psycho. it's psycho. All the children's movies are always scarier. They were always scarier to me than real, like actual horror movies. No, what I mean is the first three movies have the same lead actress, but then the fourth one, Sarah Paxton, oh, replaces man. the lead actress. And they she's just great. they don't mention they don't mention it at all. Okay. She's really good in cheap thrills. She so is actually is very Kepner. good at cheap thrills. They're all actually pretty much everyone in this movie is good. They they all kind of play a trope, but they all do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the only thing that kind of uh, I don't know didn't do it for me is I think overall I just find the movie a little too mean spirited. Yeah, which is a criticism I don't often give, and at the same time, experiencing that kind of made it a really challenging watch for me yeah. because even though I did find it mean spirited, it was also like I couldn't look away. Yeah, like it was it was. A definitely an engaging watch and 
I mean, if you haven't seen this, you, you absolutely should. It's definitely a unique horror film. It's, you know, it's horror. And it's not for everybody. It's horror adjacent. There's yeah. not a lot of kills or anything like that or, or scares, I suppose. But, you know, it, it's really intense. I would almost consider parts of this the most, like, torture porny stuff I've seen in a while. Like, yeah, like, in it, some ways. Pardon yeah. me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We just, just watched, watched Under the Skin and fucking Martyrs. You mean and the skin I live in. The skin, the skin I live, I live in. Well, sorry, okay. sorry. So, I mean, hear me out. I think watching the, I this was more disturbing for me than Martyrs, if I'm being honest. Really? Absolutely. It was it was it was so personal, you know? Like yeah. it, it's not cuz even in Martyrs when we were talking about the violence and the of the, it's the graphic ex- nature it's of it, it's this totally is, yeah. extreme. She just disassociated from it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It, it, absolutely. Totally disassociated from it, and I could also understand in the world of that film what was happening, right. why it was happening, whatever. We talked about that endlessly, but in this, it just felt way too real. Like this could be my buddies. This could be like it's so a, real, a bad night going wrong. Like, That's why it's yeah. so good. Then that is that yeah. is absolutely the strength of this film. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a movie I would have a hard time watching again, only for that reason. But I've watched it like five times. But I think, <laughs> but I don't. Um, but I'm also a bad person. But I don't think that <laughs> means not. it's not worth watching, though. It's it's a yeah. it's a hard watch for some people. It was a hard watch for me, but don't deter that from checking out for yourself because I think people could get a lot more out of it. Um, Mitch, you said you have, so there yeah. you go. But Fair. anyways, I watched Cheap Thrills. Finally, I'm happy to. It's also only 85 minutes, yeah, which sure, I appreciate quick. so much. Yeah. So uh, that's only uh, three minutes less than the beach house. That's true. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah. I I love when I see that. I also love yeah. when I see like three hundred and twelve minutes. I was just gonna say I've been yeah. saying this for years. It, give yeah. me ninety minutes or give me like nine hundred minutes. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, anything in between, I'm gonna fall asleep for five to ten yeah. minutes of it. You know, like when when your parents hear this, they'll be like, "Yep, that's Kyle." Always says that he walks into the kitchen every morning with that. I've <laughs> definitely said that on this show many times. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's Whatever, another, that's boozy. A, we could do a whole. If that line is of, your real last name. <laughs> we could do a whole line of Kyleism shirts. Kyleisms. Oh man! Wow. <laughs> All right, my turn. Yeah. Let's crank this Tubi fest up a notch. Oh, hold on. Speaking of Tubi, I tried to find. Uh, I actually forgot that Mitch gave me the Blu-ray of Chip Thrills, and I knew I wanted to watch it. So I was like, "Oh, I try to find Chip Thrills online really quick." Oh, and no. the first thing was Tubi. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, of course. Like, it's kind of meant to be. Click on the link. Didn't work. So <laughs> fuck Tubi. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh, man. And then I was like, wait, you what the fuck? I, have the, I got the Blu-ray. No, it was like, it was weird. It was like. It was your router. It had, like, record that it was on <laughs> the service, but it wasn't there anymore. I don't was your mom you, on the phone? Was you, the dial-up, yeah. like, <laughs> running slow? Yeah. I was trying to play it off of his <laughs> it, N64. It was actually playing, but the, the dial-up noise was so loud, I just didn't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to Tubi. So I watched They Nest from 2000, directed by Ellery LKM, who directed Eight-Legged Freaks. Oh, nice. A movie that you love. Yeah, 100%. I've been so scared to watch that movie my entire life. Really? Yeah, it scared me too when I was a kid. Is it good? Do you enjoy it? Eight-Legged Freaks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's goofy as shit. Maybe I'll have to check it out then. But if you do, if you don't like spiders... I like, hate it, spiders, man. It's still fairly creepy that way. Like, I oh, watched Arachnophobia and that oh, fucking so killed good. me. We yeah. did Arachnophobia, like, a couple months before you joined the show. Oh, Fuck, it was so good. Anyways, continue. Yeah, okay. So, uh, the first note I have in this is a kid gets a fucking tracheotomy, like, early on in this movie. Because of these, there's like. Okay. Is that where you get the like throat from Jurassic Park where it goes. 
It's really a fucking stick a hole in your throat is, is so you can g- breathe. Is that a gent band? <laughs> yeah. So it's anyway, a, this movie is about no, It bugs. would be trache- tracheotomies. <laughs> right. <plural. laughs> tracheotomist. Yeah. I take it back, but you're yeah. completely right. The tracheotomist. Yeah, Sorry. or that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So this movie is about bugs that come to this island, and it's really fucking creepy, and it's actually a fairly competent movie. So this this dude shows up at this mountain town and he's bought this home because he was a drunk and did bad surgery. So he's like he gets fired and he goes and retreats over here. So he's like, I'm the city guy and everyone there's like, We're farm people and, and they just basically they shit talk him the whole fucking time and then bugs are everywhere. Side it's note. really good. <laughs> Side note, doesn't that always bother do you does anyone else do this during movies like that where people can just like move towns and just become a different person? Do you ever think about yourself and you're like I can't do that. If I move to another town, I got to work at a Seven Eleven or something. Like, <laughs> That's I a really good point. Like it's like, do, do these people not have social insurance what, numbers? Like what? you could track what people do. I thought about that recently in a film. Oh, The Boy Two. I thought about that in The Boy Two. <laughs> at least you were thinking yes. about something during The Boy Two. <laughs> That's true. I thought that exactly then, actually. But yeah, yeah if you like uh, bug movies, They Nest is pretty fucking good. They like, Nest. Yeah, great double feature with they. Oh no, wait, that's your next. Let's get back. They next. They live. <laughs> they they live. Next. Okay, what do you mention the tricky Otimus? Do you guys remember a bit we did on the show a while back? I think it was a listener question about like what horror like villain you would create. The tricky Otimus came to mind for a new villain, horror <laughs> villain. But I also remember that the one I invented was called the Game Master. Yeah. <laughs> it was that they would put them in some sort of like. They would put them in, like, a game situation that kill them via the game. It's and weird anyways. that you thought of that before Stay Alive. Wow. It's also point. weird that uh, that was the best idea of the three, probably. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I not mean, to knock yours, but... I don't I, even remember what mine yeah, was. I, I well, bar- that's I, kind of the point of I what I just remember how bad mine was. <laughs> but All I right. do like the tricky Otimus. Maybe I'll bring the bit back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and maybe we'll start a band. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I'm all a right. tricky automist. We're all we're all in vocals. I got it. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're all vocals. We're an acapella band. We're an acapella gent band. Yeah. We play to a, we play to a track. And then Boozy comes in with a. All right, I checked out Helmington. Oh, uh, the movie that Boozy yeah, talked yeah, yeah. about a couple episodes ago. Boozy featuring is, Adam McDonald. Yeah, featuring Adam McDonald. And uh, so this one's from 2018. And Monroe Chambers, I believe. Yeah, Monroe yeah. Chambers. Uh, so it was directed by Justin Hewitt, Draca Luke, and uh, Alex Lee Williams. So it's a duo tr- uh, duo directing team. Um, but yeah, this movie, the one thing that you didn't mention that I obviously... Well, Michael Ironside's in it. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. I, that would have got you. Oh, no, man. you did mention that. Okay. No, but I'm talking. Okay, let's go back to where I'm going with here. It's scored by cults. Do, yeah. do you listen oh, to cults? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I like cults. Do you have you ever listened? Like they're, uh, they're outside a, of that movie. I haven't seen yeah, they're a po- they're like a pop. <laughs> I love band. cults, but not the band. <laughs> no, but the the band is the band is actually cool. Like that that uh, yeah, yeah. that got me pretty excited when I saw that. And like a highlight of the movie is the score. Uh, like and this is a very stylized, low budget independent. This is a true independent horror movie, and uh, so yeah, like Boozy was saying, that is starring our boys Adam McDonald, Monroe Chambers. They're both in these movies. Like Boozy they kind of sa- go hand in hand these days. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they do. They're terror table staples at they, this point. But even in every film, they're t- they're always together. In every we movie need to get in. Monroe Chambers. Yeah, yeah. Monroe, if you're listening, yeah, <laughs> we're but, listening. 
Um, or Michael Ironside. That's so honestly like, very good point. Exactly. Like Boozy said, though, both of those men are kings. They mm-hmm. are both kings. Mm-hmm. But then you also have Michael Ironside, who is also a king. But we couldn't have three kings, because if we had three kings, then we would have the David O. Russell film Three Kings, starring George... Clooney, Ice Cube, and Mark Wahlberg. So I'm really happy you explained this joke out loud, because when you originally sent this into the chat, I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about, if I'm being honest. You didn't get that well, joke? I just didn't get it. Like, the, the way it, was, de- the way it yeah. was delivered, I did not know what you were talking about. Yeah. So, like, man, fucking George Clooney punched out David O. Russell on that set. You'd expect a, Marky Mark to do that, but I guess he wouldn't do that. That guy's a fucking dick. Have you watched the video of him on I Heart Huckabees? Like him, oh, uh, man. Mark Wahlberg? Sorry, not Mark Wahlberg, but David O. Russell. Oh, David O. Russell yeah, is a yeah. dick, but Mark Wahlberg's like he's I guess also a huge. That's asshole. the thing is, Mark Wahlberg probably didn't punch him out because he wasn't a visible minority. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's probably true. That I'm guy, gonna go no comment on that. No, Mark Wahlberg fucking sucks for the record. I hate. Oh, 100%. yeah, Mark, Mark Wahlberg can fucking suck it. We stand with our our the only person from Boston that we fuck with. Her name is Lana. Truth. Yes. Yeah. All right. Anyways, any members of the Funky Bunch. Anyways, both Adam McDonald. Uh, Adam McDonald is both actually a great actor and a great director. Like he's just a great. He, he's Big just talented. Talented. Yeah, exactly. Like, but to be honest, I hadn't seen him as an actor. I hadn't seen him act much before. Like, I, I, I discovered him as a director and a writer. Right. And if I'm being honest, I still like. If I had to choose between two, I would totally get him to just keep making movies because I think that's where he belongs. Like, he's so. He's so good behind the camera, but also, what's wrong with jumping in front yeah, once in a while? Yeah, best of both worlds. Just exactly. direct it and then throw yourself in there every once in a while. Well, he started but, out an actor, right? So mm-hmm. he yeah. has experience. All right, so yeah, like Helmington. I like. I'll just offer my quick thoughts. I did like. Uh, this is super stylized independent horror movie. Uh, it didn't work for me as well as Boozy did, but for the reasons I want to talk about, is that it's guilty of one of my greatest cinema sins. And that is when you are when they have flashbacks to high school and all. Oh. And this movie has so much flashbacks, man. This this movie is there's so many scenes. Are they in black and white? No, dude. They're but they are forty they're years old. They're forty years old and they're dancing at the prom. It's Adam McDonald, but just wearing his tux. And then there's a super graphic scene, which I'm not going to spoil because I want people to still watch this because oh. I know Boo- Boozy really liked it, so, so you should is, watch it. This is but, like the Five Bloods. <laughs> No, that's way different than that. I know. You, I knew you were going to bring that up. That's our discussion for off air. I love that movie right, now. Right, yes. Kyle, had I, to, I also love that. Movie. Kyle had to explain to me uh, <laughs> some of the decisions behind Spike Lee's. Well, I could. I understand where you're coming from, though. That is kind of a, well, because it, it com- could be goofy. I guarantee you, if I would have watched the rest of the movie, I would have gotten that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about this one here. Like yeah. in this case, it Dude, comes there's off as a, there's a scene where it's a scene where it involves Adam McDonald to have to be naked. But okay, so the dude's covered in tattoos. Oh, he's okay. supposed to be playing a 16, 17 year old boy. So he's got his le- all they do is they throw a Letterman jacket on him, and then like he has to be naked for the scene. So they just he has a sleeve tattoo. So he's wearing. A Letterman jacket on just one arm, <laughs> and, then, and he also has a wedding band tattoo. Okay, so they put a really obnoxious ring on him. <laughs> like, really? Remember the kids in high school who wore like fucking dragon rings and shit? <laughs> that wasn't my. I don't. Era. I don't think that, that was my school. No, oh. I don't remember those dragon kids. rings. <laughs> like goth kids or who wore yeah. these? Yeah, they were like D and D players. They were D and D. We had a couple of juggalos in my school. Yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. Anyways, my uh, was it whoop or whoop? Yeah, I don't know. I just think the movie, if anything, it was actually a little. It was like overshot, if anything. It's like, but that just goes to show that these guys really know how to handle a camera. They're They're very good with a camera. They're not so good with a pen. 
like the the script is like exposition overload but that's the thing is like they're working within their budget but at the same time it's like it's one of those things where it's like everything looks so good so it's actually distracting when you're having Michael I actually like the story that they told I think it was a fun story the story's fine but it's like it's Michael Ironside like every time he's talking he's explaining everything that's happening and it's just like so unnatural you gotta have a captain exposition oh man but he this is like (laughs) he just has exposition to the like next level and like every character was just constant exposition which it's fine it's an independent horror movie I still think it's worth checking out uh, I know Boozy really liked it, so I'm gonna say rec- I recommend it just because you really loved it. And well, thank you. Yeah. Is this on Tubi? No, I uh, know. Okay, Kyle, what else you got? Uh, that's it. I only that's watched Thrills. Yeah. Oh wow, what a what a shocker! Hey, you know, man, just it's just uh, you know, you put in your work. I put yeah. in your work. You I'm did kidding. something. Yeah. I just want to mention. I don't know if you guys noticed a little while ago. Uh, the insane clown posse actually put a hit out on the lead singer of Blood from the Dance Floor or whatever. Blood oh, on the Dance Floor. Davi Vanity. Yeah, they actually like put a hit out on him. Perfect. Honestly, I don't know who that guy is, but can someone put a hit out on the singer of uh, Trap? Trap. Fall. Or falling in reverse. The, oh, uh, Ronnie Radke yeah. from yeah. fucking Escape the Fate. It's like he was already in jail. Yeah. Just put him more in jail. Yeah, put him back in jail. <laughs> Honestly, ICP is so sick. I've always liked ICP. Right? You I were, always thought that like you I, were that guy who had Kazaa in the dating yeah. game yes, on Kazaa, exactly. And you were like, "Friends, come over. You got to hear this shit." I always <laughs> thought. I still think oh, this might be weirdly out of line, but I kind of think that ICP are like Juggalos. They're kind of like the last counterculture. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're looked down on so exactly, hard. Exactly, but yeah. they're like really yeah, positive and like have a lot of like community. It's, it's weird that they have such a good message. Jug- yes. No, the ICP does. Juggalos do not. Juggalos are all fucking guys who drink paint thinner and fucking <laughs> <laughs> actually drink paint thinner. No, I support they drink Fago, but <laughs> I support my uh, my juggalos out there. I do well, not. To be, to some of the fair. juggalos are well read. Exactly. Not all. Ju- not every juggalo is the same. Boozy has told me on multiple occasions that he could see me becoming a juggalo. So <laughs> have I? See, yeah, I could see yeah. myself becoming. I, a I think you'd start off as a Halloween costume as one of the guys from Kiss, and then you oh, gradually. I hate Kiss. No, no, that's where you'd start oh. with the face paint. You'd be like, "Oh, I kind of <laughs> like this." I hate Kiss more than I hate juggalos. <laughs> like I would take ICP and juggalos over Kiss. Okay, any day. Bon Jovi really or Kiss. I really like. Oh juggalos. man, I'm very. That's pro. a tough one. Honestly, Bon Jovi. No Just fucking because way. Bon Jovi, you can enjoy ironically. Bow, wow. I can't enjoy I'm it. definitely with you. Yeah, Bon Jovi over Kiss? Fucking right. I and Bon Jovi like, was in Pay It Forward with Haley Joel Osment. That's a really good point. <laughs> that's a really good point. Can't argue that. <laughs> yes. No, I... Yeah. I got one more movie to talk about, Kay. and it's from Tubi. Yeah, so at this point we should be sponsored by yeah, them, Yeah, we're honestly. the Tubi table. I don't know, man. It's like, How can you sponsor someone when they're not, they're not accepting money? Like, like, just take our product. There was a beautiful time where me and Boozy were both anti-Tubi, and now it's just me. But I did it for irony because it's funny to me. But like, it's also, it's the perfect app for you, Boozy. It is. You, it's you're seeing it, yeah. yeah. It's actually, it's YouTube, but 1080p. Exactly. <laughs> like it has all that weird stuff that it's I want to watch. all the shit that you love. Like, yeah, this, it's, it's actually the Boozy that's app. Kyle, not so much, but there is some actually really cool art house shit. From Tubi, and I told Mitch I was going to watch this last week, and he's like, "No, you're not going to." No, I never. I said, "Please watch the first two first. Oh, I'm glad you knew what I'm talking about. Yes. I watched Stepfather Three. Oh, of course, I was waiting for it this whole time. Uh, first interesting fact about Stepfather Three: the original Stepfather from One and Two is no longer in the movie. He's replaced now by a much younger, better-looking version. No, but the so story. Paxton, this. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, 
it is one of the only movies that has a DVD version in Germany and nowhere else. Oh. And whoever wrote the Wikipedia article for it is really hilarious because they take a little dig at it. It's <laughs> like, there's no plans to release a DVD in the future. Like they've looked into yeah. it and they just know? Yeah, it's like, and fuck you. I want to be clear that I, I lied last episode. I said Stepfather 3 fucking sucks because I was in the heat of the moment. I was freaking out because I'm like boozy. I was actually going to ask you about because this. Because I was saying... One and two are great. They are great. But I have heard bad things about three, and I just have never seen three. Right. So oh. that's why I'm clearing the air. As I said, it fucking sucks. And I was saying it because I'm like, watch one and two, you asshole. Okay, you well, I'm going to. starting from the beginning. I know, yes. Yeah. Because it, oh, God. It's yeah. kind of fun. I to get it, though. I, it's I kind it. of fun to hit up the last one. It's like, if it's that bad, then I'm not going to go see the rest of them. Well, it's like the that's boy such a terrible logic. <laughs> that's like, like the, the boy, worst it's logic. It's the boy, too. I'm not yeah. going to watch the boy one. And well, that's should. a much better movie. I'll buy it. Sorry, I just <laughs> fucked my own story. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Anyway. <laughs> that's the worst logic I've ever heard. Things are a little backwards right now. That's such a boozy thing, though. Stepfather 3 is actually kind of fun. It reminds me a lot of like Halloween Five, so even kind okay. of the story idea of it. If you really boil it down, um, but yeah, it's basically about a guy who has a gets a little bit of plastic surgery and he moves to a new hometown and he really wants to start a family, but one that's already established. He doesn't want to take the time to like, you know, naturally have sex and have a kid. He wants that kid there already so he can father him. And he it it's hard to explain if you is that why he wants it. I think so. Okay, but then so he kills see, them after. Yeah, you have to watch one and two. Like that is completely different. Okay, but <laughs> I, I think so. I think he he has really weird motives because he, he just kind of like nestles in and is just kind of a dick to a kid. There's no like real deeper thing going on. Yeah, that's that's a stepfatherism. Okay, so refresh me here quickly. So <laughs> the stepfather is it just a killer stepfather? Is do you yeah. want me to like fucking sum it up for you sure. so you can you understand? You haven't seen the third, the third one. I've seen the first two. I'm well then why are you telling me? <laughs> because you're not understanding the third installment which you should be watching third. How do you not know that they probably didn't give a shit about the story here? You can't fill me in on a story that you don't know happened. Just because one and two had that doesn't so you mean think three. Friday the 13th 3 sucked? Oh god. 3D? So no, no. 3D was okay. Guys, I'm so sorry we've ended here. This so is... you think Scream 3 sucks? <laughs> I'm gonna go does. no comment on that. <laughs> yeah, it actually really does. Um, anyway, having trouble thinking of three guys here, guys. If you Godfather three, Nightmare on Elm Street three, Dream Warriors. Like, are you kidding, guys? Godfather three. Let's Fuck you. let's stop three in for a second because this is a really good slasher movie. And if you like '90s kind of bottom of the barrel slashers, this one's a lot of fun. If you've ever had a stepdad before who was even the slightest bit mean to you, this movie gives you like PTSD to the nines. So. But it's a fun watch. I had fun watching it, and I'm gonna go watch the other two now. I highly recommend you. Don't you. have to. You can stop yelling at me because I'm gonna go watch the other ones. We can all calm down and enjoy this episode. Do not episode. see how fucking funny that is, though, that you're going with the third one. It's not that funny to me. I get it. When okay, when it's a series like that, it's not a well-regarded. Like I wouldn't do that for like Halloween. But it's like it's stepfather. Halloween three would be fine. Yeah, like, uh, what I'm saying, it's like it's that's one of the larger ones. It's a bit of a gamble, one could say, yeah. but I don't think it's a bad gamble. To yeah, take. my first uh, Never Elm Street was Dream Warriors. Yes, guys, last week I watched Derailed, so give me a break of a watch of Stepfather Three. That's a pretty good point. Yeah. And Derailed wasn't actually that bad, so I'm just gonna put yeah, that back. Yeah, you, there. I, I remember you, you liked it. I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I have one last one. Um, I watched <laughs> Vivarium. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've heard of this. Like Vivich. 
No. Oh. Uh, it's called Vivarium. It's starring Imogen Poots and Jesse Eisenberg, written and directed by Lorcan Finnegan. Uh, so the synopsis is Gemma. Is he a- Sorry. What's that? Is who? I was just, is he like a Lord of the Rings character? Lorcan that is the most Finnegan. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Gemma and Tom are in the market for a house where, uh, when they are taken to a seemingly pristine and picture-perfect suburb called Yonder, where every house in sight is identical. So it's like so one it's Stonebridge. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's a suburb in Saskatoon, and it all looks the same for anyone who's not yeah. familiar. That's so funny. It, that's so. This is one of those movies where it's kind of uh, intended to be a mind bender of sorts. The, they're in the market for a new house, and they they get taken by the real estate agent to this place called Yonder, and everywhere is identical. They get taken through this house uh, on a tour with their real estate agent. This is all in the trailer, and within the first few minutes of the movie. Um, but they lose their real estate agent in the showing of, of the house, and in attempt to, fl- and they attempt to flee. But all of the roads just lead them back to the house that they were viewing. So like Silent Hill, kind of, sort right? of. But it's almost like a Pleasantville. But it's it's like a Twilight Zone episode. Just gonna say this kind of sounds like a Twilight. It's Zone very episode. much like a Twilight Zone episode, or An and it's piece. heavily, heavily influenced by David Lynch in some ways. Okay. Um, so it is like a Lynchian thriller. You can feel that throughout. Um, but I don't know. I personally felt like this one wasn't entirely as successful at the end, but uh, it is different and extremely strange. So it's like one of those movies where it's a, it's a brand new movie. If you're a fan of Imogen Poots and Jesse Eisenberg, who they were both in. Yeah. Have you watched Art of Self-Defense yet? No, I haven't seen it's that yet. Awesome. I've been meaning to watch I it. I really love it. So yeah, it. how was Jesse in this? Okay, he's so hit or miss for me, man. Exactly. Because it, I, yeah. I either like I every time I'm not watching a movie with him in it, I'm like, yeah, I, of course I don't like Jesse Eisenberg. He annoys me. <laughs> right. But then I start watching, <laughs> like art, but art of self defense. He's great in that. It's movie. true. And yeah. then there's oh, the I haven't seen that, but I know Social you, Network. Well, he's fucking phenomenal. I've had the similar situation where there's movies where he's just maybe the worst part of the movie, oh, and then totally. other times he's like the oh, best man. part. He, he manages to be a worse part, the worst part of Batman vs Superman. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's you should that's, you yeah. should get a lifetime achievement award for being the worst thing in Batman vs Superman, <laughs> like <laughs> a movie that I almost walked out of. But he's not bad in this. No, he's not bad. He's just he's not great either. Like sure, he, yeah, he does yeah. he does the job. But Imogen Poots okay. is great. Imogen Poots is always great. I love her in everything yeah, she that I see. She deserves more her. love or like more roles. Like I yeah. feel like she's underrated. Honestly, she's all, and she's the highlight of this movie as do well. You, do you think people don't want to hire her because her last name sounds a lot like Poops? <laughs> it's honestly probably a factor. I, that's what I was she's thinking. She's getting the tons of jobs. <laughs> she's a huge actress. Okay, now. going back to Vivarium, I'd be um, lying if I did think the same thing. Though. <laughs> That's what's up. Mm, Imogen Poots kind of sounds like poop. Nope. Well, it's like a little fart. Like poop. Poots. <laughs> I absolutely get it. Yeah. It's a step um, on the three of getting is, it. Is Vivarium scary? What, what, do you, what did you that's, feel? That's what the is thing. It? Is it's, it's, like, it's a series of really cool and like often creepy scenarios, but it never gets to the scary right. point. But the thing is, it is like, it's very uncomfortable. It's just, it's very strange. Um, I... I'd recommend it to people who are like into the Twilight Zone. The thing is, it's an overlong Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there comparables to like something else that would be if people liked? Well, Twilight Zone. Okay. Um, David, it sounds David like Lynch. It sounds like uh, it's pretty original. Like, okay. In in some senses, but I could see this being an idea that would make. Like for a good short film, maybe not a totally. Film. That's that's exactly yeah. it. But there, that's the thing is, there are some cool moments in it, and I still right, like. Right. Well, that's, I, we, that's the thing. If you have a good idea, yeah, we didn't feel like we wasted our time watching it. But when when it finished, like Courtney and I were like, "Meh." 
kind of kind of wish that would have went. And that's like, not how you want to feel coming into no. the movie. And no. especially since like near the end, there's some really cool shit. I'd be very curious that because you and I, we both know we don't always line up. Sometimes it's scary how hard we line up, and then other times we're so. Like, I'm talking about Boozy and I. Yeah. But this is one that I could see yeah, Boozy. I, I, actually, I got that by the eye contact. <laughs> I could see where I was making eye contact, but Boozy was looking at the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you liking this movie. Okay, a lot of, of mixed signals in this room. <laughs> this weekend. Uh, I believe Mitch, in in a state of having a couple brewskis, said that Courtney is basically the female version of me. Yeah, it's true. But Uh-oh. then you said she was somebody else. So then I was like, does that make me both of those people? I mean, oh, I said she was a little bit you and a little bit Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like, am very, I Jonathan Van Ness? She's like? very Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Oh, she's a female. Or we're, but, we're not like a triangle thing. Okay, like no, I'm in my she, own island. She okay. She acts like a female You're Jonathan Van zero. Ness. Okay, but her tastes are yours. Like they have this, she, you guys have okay, the same. Okay, so tell her to watch Derailed then. <laughs> she would probably love and it. Stepfather Three. I guarantee it's, you, she, dude, she loves Stepfather One and Two. Perfect, you guys should watch <laughs> it. I will watch it. But one last thing I want to say. So basically, I felt like that movie, like it was, it was cool enough, but I felt like it was a little undercooked for me. I feel like it didn't didn't really pay off in the end, and there was so much left un, unexplained that I just like. For a movie this ambitious, I kind of needed some more explanation. Right. I just didn't feel like I got it. And uh, so that for that reason, I didn't really love it. But cool thing is that the closing track in this song was by Cults. Oh. <laughs> so those two well, movies are back. Wow. Yeah. Came full circle on this. Anyways, oh, that's all I saw go. this week. Cool. You guys want to get on to our main feature. Always. Let's do it. When you see someone change in front of you, and you know there's no going back. Scares me to death. No one's been here in months. It's beautiful. I love you, you know. I love you too. Does anyone need a refill? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this out here before? It's in the trees. It's all over. Something in the air. I felt a little lightheaded before. I feel good. It's like I was knocked out. I, I can't remember. Mr. Turner! Matt! Miss Turner, where's Mr. Turner? It is so nice out today. Bounce that ass. 
And we've reached our main feature, which we're going to be talking about The Beach House, which originally came out in 2019, but all of us were able to see it in 2020 as it was released on July 9th on Shudder. Uh, so this had played fest- the festival circuit. I know our friend John Ellison had gotten to see it. At, I think he saw it at Fantasia. Um, I knew a couple people. It played at Chattanooga Film Festival. Uh, I know some people who got to see it there, like on their online fest uh, that they did. But this one is directed by Jeffrey A. Brown, who was, he's primarily a location manager, which is actually kind of oh, cool. Oh, that's really cool. He uh, did location management for The Dead Don't Die, uh, The OA, Nonstop, The Wolf of Wall Street, oh, Spider-Man wow. 3, Taking a Phelan 123. Like, he's, he did wow. some pretty big shit. Like, he was, cool. he's been on site for some pretty big shit. Did anybody see The Dead Don't Die? No. No. I, yeah. No, I've heard bad things, but I do want to, ch- I, I want to see it. Yeah, I don't know. I just yeah, I'll get to it sometime yeah. at some point. Uh, this one's starring Liana Libertino, who she was previously. She it's weird because she's, I believe she's a little girl in David Schwimmer's movie Trust. Did you ever see that? It came no, out in two thousand ten. No. It's about an internet predator, and she's the little girl who's being preyed upon. I prefer Run Fat Boy Run. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't That's seen that. I heard it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I believe she was also she was in season two of Sons of Anarchy. She was the like little girl who was molested at the carnival. Can they like, give her some different roles? That's getting a little dark right off <laughs> exactly. the bat. Yeah, she was in uh, the Best of Me. It's a yes. Sparks film. Please tell me she didn't get. No. Okay. I think if it might be I, yeah. based off the, the storyline. Either way, she's now lead, Sorry, she's line. leading the beach house. Uh, but we also got Noah Legrasse and Jake Weber. Jake Weber played the father in Do- uh, Dawn of the Dead, yeah. or he played Michael, I guess. Uh, he's in Meet Joe Black, U571. He's been in tons of stuff. That's where I remember him from. The whole time I was watching, he's like, he looks so familiar. For Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... He's not show Easy. It was a Netflix show. It's a really good show, actually. That's where I recognize him from. Oh, right. I, and I, I think he's also in 13 Reasons Why, which I haven't yes, seen. Yes, he is in that. Uh, and then Jane is played by Marianne Nagel. So we're going to talk about this without spoilers, uh, at the beginning, we're going to give... Uh, I also I want to start going, like, sp- our spoiler-free review stuff is going to take two minutes. Let's get out of the way, whether we oh. like the movie or not, sure, and sure. then we'll get okay. into actual spoilers and semantics of things. Uh, the synopsis of this film is a romantic getaway for two troubled college sweethearts turns into a struggle for survival when unexpected guests and the surrounding environment exhibit signs of a mysterious infection. So... What did you guys think about The Beach House? This one has been recommended to me by everyone that I know who has seen it, except for one. Uh, I know one of my friends saw it and really didn't like it, but everyone else... I already know who that is. Yeah, and uh, everyone else I know uh, really, really enjoyed it. So how did you... Did you guys just hear about this from Shudder? Yeah. They they were pumping it up. Like, this this was a big thing for them. I heard from you, Boozy. I think you brought it up to us a couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah. It's been receiving some praise online, and uh, I think it's it's about a little bit down the middle. I think more so favorable than not. Mm-hmm. It seems people are enjoying it more than the people who aren't. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, this is it was pretty exciting because this was uploaded to Shutter the same day. There's a bunch of new stuff on Shutter that I really want to check out. Metamorphosis, which uh, oh, I saw that yeah. this is the debut album of Hilary Duff, but it's also <laughs> <laughs> she is of course. <laughs> Coming clean. Yes. <laughs> if you can't do the math, I'll yeah. get out of the equation. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. Hard Kyle. laugh on that one. But yeah, yeah. But that's a Korean. I believe it's a Korean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exorcist yeah. film that, that I want to check cool. out. I saw Mimic is now on there. I haven't watched yeah. it since we started the podcast. I want to revisit that one. But Courtney hates. Courtney couldn't even handle Men in Black because it has cockroaches. For some reason, I think Mimic Two is on Tubi. 
It probably I, I is. swear I've seen it on there. Probably check I still have never seen Mimic 2 or 3. Really? Yeah, I, I, I've only seen the first one. I like the Two's first one. 2's not that bad. Yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, let's talk about it, boys. This is a new cosmic horror film. Kyle. It's out of this world. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. This was not for me. <laughs> I uh, I, w- I think it's just um, it's a case of where I could see what it was going for. I could see where a lot of people would appreciate this, but it's just uh, yeah, it's one I couldn't grab onto. I, I really felt like there was a strong lack of charisma in this movie. Felt like it meandered a lot to get to what it was trying to get to. About the time it get that got there, felt like it was totally out of steam. So I, I hate to really open up on a downer here. I wanted to like this movie. I thought some had some really interesting ideas and some of the shot composition was really cool. Um, but yeah, if I'm being completely honest with you boys, this this wasn't for me, Chiefs. You gave it a heart, though. I gave it a two with a heart, which means it's <laughs> I like... I understand his rating system. He's killing it with kindness. <laughs> he's going like... He's putting the pillow over its face before he shoots the ball. Well, I, I use the heart as like a half. He's million-dollar babying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a quarter, I guess. <laughs> I'm just picturing yeah. you as Clint Eastwood. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where like... It, there's something... There's things about it that I do appreciate, but I can't really describe it better without going into spoilers. I'm just not saying surprised it, at all that this isn't it, for you. It just wasn't for me, and I could totally. I saw Boozy's rating, and I understand that he feels differently than me. And I, wow, but I could, spoil it. Yeah, let's get to it. <laughs> but I'm just going to clarify that just because I didn't like it doesn't mean you may feel differently. This right. is clearly not a Kyle movie. It's just not for me. Yeah, Boozy. I love this movie. Yeah. I th- it, this is everything I want in a movie, and this has been a great year for cosmic horror. Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, last space. couple years actually yeah because um, I even consider underwater to be uh, Lovecraftian yeah yeah yeah, yeah. In, in, to an extent yeah, yeah to an extent it. and I, I definitely adjacent consider it adjacent <laughs> but I I like this movie that I, I feel like I could be one of these characters like I could I could nuzzle in and be in this story I, I definitely wouldn't make it but um, <laughs> right. I feel like I could be in this movie and it's I had so much fun watching this I think there are some really cool scenes in it I do understand when you're talking about meandering I do find for a while after uh, the hallucinogens it just it, it kind of just plotted around for a little bit right. but I felt like once it ramped up it ramped up well and I'm totally fine with the ending yeah so I, you've I, been reading around sorry so you said I'm totally fine with the ending have you been reading around no, but I'm assuming that like this that was my kind oh, of ending. I haven't seen if people are yeah. in general don't like it. It's just I can understand why people wouldn't like it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. No, I'm not so, coming from a place that I'm not well read on. I don't know what people are. Okay, I was just like that's a bold that's a bold statement cuz I'm like that's I I like this movie for what it is. Like I think it's a cool riff on like a Lovecraftian inspired tale for for the most part, but it misses the mark in terms of an emotional like the in emotional beats that make yeah. that which they try really hard with in the beginning and it goes absolutely nowhere. Yeah, I agree. Like there's like these people are absolutely nothing. It's so underdeveloped and like not it it just didn't really feel that th- all that thought out, but I think that there's some real it just it makes up for it in good old fashioned dread. I right. think that there's some really good dread in this movie. There's some actual gross practical effects. I think the practical effects <sighs> in this movie are outstanding uh, for the most part. Like I think right. that the there's multiple scenes in this movie that it's just like if you have a shutter account, you're absolutely you should be watching this for yourself right. and um, checking out. There's a, it's also 88 minutes, so if you don't like it, you didn't waste that much time. You can bang it out real. And quick. I'd be very surprised if you hated this movie. I could see you not liking. I could see people not liking this, but this is not a bad movie. It's just uh, 
that it's one of those ones where the ending completely missed the mark right. for me. I I thought really? the ending was terrible. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't have a, I did not have a problem with the ending. I, I was actually re in the process of rewatching it before you came over right. because I was like, I forgot what happened at the end of uh like wh- like I watched this movie on Friday, so I forgot what happened at the end. So I'm like, how did I forget the entire ending within four days? And I was completely sober for this one. Oh, I was about to say, gassed no, up. I was completely sober. I don't, I don't smoke. I don't uh, do that drow for uh, for main features. You know, it wasn't it's just haze. It was the hurt. That's a rule. That's but, a rule. But looking at it, you could say that I understand why Shutter had this as. Hey, oh this yeah, is this coming is a this, great Shutter movie. Yeah, it didn't just come in the back door or whatever. This is also something like I, I've had the conversation with John, and I'm going to speak for John himself here now. Uh, John Allison is saying that if he could he was saying to me that if he could have played this at the Saskatoon Fantastic Film Festival he would have and I would have thrown in a vote to play this 100%. I think I like I think this is I like this is the kind of at least it's different it's something right. new and uh, while I don't think it's entirely successful I think there's a lot of points in the movie there's actually a startlingly starting Startling, startling, startlingly amount of fucking points where it it fumbles for me, where I'm right, just yeah. like that doesn't add up for me, and that doesn't make sense, or like I don't give a shit about this, like all that happened, but then I was covered with eye, I was given eye candy constantly, sure. and that's what I, I I'm like yeah, of course I still appreciate all that, and I'm like it's a it's a fun horror movie for right. the most part, I just didn't think it it didn't stick the landing at all, uh, but to be honest, it didn't really have its feet too heavily on the ground for me from the beginning. I would say if this isn't a film for you that you should check out Honeymoon because I thought about Honeymoon a lot while watching this. I, I was hoping for more of Honeymoon they, yeah. but only only because that's what they were clearly going for at the right. beginning with the re- relationship Absolutely. aspect and which it, there's nothing to it in this movie. The, it, the relationship is nothing. Yeah, I mean in the movie's defense it takes a different turn deliberately mm-hmm. so it's not just focusing on And it's on a completely that. different movie. And that's, that's fine yeah. to an extent um, for the record, though, I didn't really have a problem with the ending either. I, I wish that yeah. we could have had more buildup uh, of the characters at the start and maybe cut out a little bit more in the middle of kind of wandering around. Yeah. Because I, I yeah. think, you, I understand where you guys are coming from. Uh, you didn't really feel that relationship. It kind of felt like she shouldn't be there, well, which I understand is what it's trying to go No, well, the issue with that is that... Since we got to get into spoilers for that. Yeah. But like, I say let's get into spoilers right sure. now. Okay. Because I actually, I want to talk about that. So this is, I still recommend, I recommend checking out The Beach House if you haven't yet. It's totally worth your time. Uh, there's a chance you're not going to like it that much. It's not going to. There's a chance it's not going to rock your socks off. But like, right. come on, this is still yeah, a Kyle's socks remained on. But I have to be you, honest. You can't I, say this is a bad movie though. I I don't want to sound like a huge asshole, but I would almost call this a bad movie. Really? If I'm being okay. Well, honest. I'm looking forward to hearing. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Uh, and I would not recommend recommends. it personally. Yeah. Okay. And so there's Kyle does not recommend. <laughs> Boozy 100% and Mitch, recommend. And I'm uh, like, yeah, if you have Shutter, watch it. <laughs> Well, I would say that, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's that's where my... Re- I, I think I'm directly in the middle with you guys. That's fair, yeah. Uh, well, you are, yeah. I am. I'm going to forget about this movie next week. Like, There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, all right, spoiler time. So, this movie opens up with uh, Emily... Is it Emily and Randall are going to yeah. Randall's Randall. Beach House. Uh, Randall. Randall. That sounds like a, a TV show. Yeah, Randall's Ran- Beach House. Miss <laughs> Finster, Miss Finster. Yeah, exactly, Reese's. Yeah. I always call nerds like the ones who fucking snitch. Randall's. Randall's. That checks They're out. They're always Randall's. That makes sense. That checks out. Yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, they go up to Randall's dad's beach house, which also clearly the dude's a location set manager because right, he found a this beautiful is a beautiful location. fucking place. Yeah, it's true. And yeah, that's yeah. the other, that, that's one way to, for me, like if I, 
I'm 100% story. Like with with when it comes to movies, I okay. care about story first and foremost. Like that's like what's gonna make or break for me. Like that's what's gonna really get me excited about something. I think after all these episodes, I've realized that Boozy doesn't give a shit about story. Like you, you're cool with stories, yeah. but you're definitely more into like the visuals, which yeah. I think hey, you give ab- a shit. There's <laughs> you give ab- at least one. There's shit. absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But this movie was at least in a beautiful well, place. I, I'm okay with sure. the yeah. the visuals taking over for maybe a lackluster story, which I still don't think this movie has that much of a lackluster story. It's it's honestly more of a uh, an incident than it is a full movie, if you take it that way. Yeah. I, I just I, the thing is is it's not only that it's underdeveloped, but I really feel like the film almost has no stakes at all. Like, I, I, w- I never felt like anyone was ever in danger. And at the same time, I never felt like I was gaining any information about what was going on and why it was important to the film. I agree with that. Like, the thing about it is, like, yeah, it's, you know, there's extraterrestrials. That's cool. That's I have no problem with that. But I want to learn about it. I want to understand, like, what's happening, how they're affecting everyone. Give me a little bit more to latch on to. I feel like it started ideas but Kyle, and never finished but ideas. Kyle, but Kyle... The characters don't understand what's happening, so neither should the audience. That's my genius. I don't know. That's what <laughs> lazy filmmakers say. Like that's that's it's, lazy storytelling, man. The thing that's is, lazy storytelling. It's not even. It is okay. Well, you're right. It's lazy, but it's not that. It's just. It's it's totally like um. It's just unbaked. Everything is unbaked yeah, for me. Yeah. Like, and that was kind of the problem with it. it and there'd be little hints where I'd get really excited, like when I saw those like the creatures pods. on the beach. The I was like, okay, like Love here that. we go, like yeah. this is kind of cool. But then they just rolled on to the set it's of Mad Max Fury Road for like thirty you minutes. You thought of Invasion of the Body Don't Snatchers? Don't you fucking dare! You can't call a fog machine Max Mad Max. Well, the Fury colors were—they were exactly like the way the Mister Fogger gas look yeah. they were just stealing the color palette from it was pretty it was pretty cool though because i was i was re-watching the ending to be to be clear though i actually ended up looking up the ending because i didn't think i would have time <laughs> okay. and it turns out i didn't have time because boozy got here as i was re-watching the ending and boozy was like are you watching the evil dead and i'm like because that's another thing that i saw throughout this movie is there's tons of evil dead uh inspiration throughout it i love like the makeup with the eyes and like the people crawling in the fog and everything like it, it is yeah. It felt like really cool independent horror filmmaking, like where they're t- kicking it up a notch. But the problem is, I didn't feel like they deserved it at all. Well, it wasn't like the presentation was poor. If anything, the presentation's no, the probably best the best part of the film. Although, if I'm being honest, some of the visual effects weren't very good. Like what? I hated the blue scene, like the blue like. Oh, that was bad shit. with all the. Condoms. It looked like a Neil Breen film. Like it did not <laughs> yeah. look good. Yeah. Like it looked like Avatar. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, looked like. But, like, it looked like, like yeah. that's exactly Dude, that like an Avatar an, in his That basement. was their annihilation moment, right there. Okay, but, I guess you're right. That's probably exact. That's fair. That's a good that's comparison. That's probably what. That's it was. probably what they're going for, and I get <laughs> that, but I don't know, like. I, like, if I'm being honest, if I'm trying to think about what even happened in this movie, I almost couldn't even tell you. Like, it's they try to get a bit of a, like a connection, like a love connection at the beginning, but from the first fucking scene, both these characters have no chemistry together. And I so, think it's just because the dude's sleepy. He he's either sleeping or stoned or sleeping stoned. Well, he's talking about the loser boyfriend. Randall. Yeah. Randall. He's a Randall. Yeah, he's such a Randall. <laughs> he's a huge asshole. And. Yeah. You and know, you can just tell that they don't like oh. it, it's a it's a relationship. That, but that's the thing is like I was actually connecting with it at first because if it's it's yeah. a dead it's a dead relationship. 
They were a it's, dead. Yeah, just going dead, through the motions. They're a dead relationship. But the going, worst. But the thing is, it goes nowhere. It, that's exactly the worst part nowhere. about it is that they, it, there's no even. To. There's no resolution though. Exactly. Event. It's not even. She like, kills him in the worst way. That was the worst. It was so embarrassing. Like when she. Yeah, hits I wasn't wall, happy with and that. And she doesn't even kill him out of like anger towards no, him. No, she does it out, out of necessity. Mercy, if any, yeah, necessity. So it's like it's self-preservation. That's all. Well, she's not even trying to like I don't know prove that she's learned that he is a bad person and she's better off without him or that their relationship is toxic or anything like that. It's just, uh, let's just let the shit peter out. I don't know. Like that's, watch wh- that's why I say it's more of an incident. It's less of a dynamic story. And I'm totally fine with that. I think one yeah. of the coolest scenes or yeah, coolest scenes in this whole movie, nothing that interesting happens, which is Mitch walking into the water. Oh, I fucking loved that, that is, scene. I would agree. Yeah, that's, that, uh, that's where I yeah. felt that the movie was taking a turn, like where it was going right. to actually start kicking and, it and up. It's a like, notch. it's like and so much. It just what, started. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's so much what your mind thinks is going on with that. Yeah. It's, it's all the things going... I just thought that was such a cool scene. I also 100% expected it, which is weird. I, I know that, I know that yes. that sounds weird. Yeah, yeah, it sounds weird that I'm calling it, but it's because, it's because of the way... Like, I knew that he was going to show up behind her right. while they were oh sitting God. on the beach. Oh, I knew, either way, I knew yeah. that was going to And happen, then yeah. I, I just was like, yeah, he's probably going to like just walk into the... Be- but I didn't expect them to do, like... I don't know. I guess like that's the way to do independent filmmaking. Show nothing. Like, I also really hated the score in this movie. I, I didn't even notice so it. Bad. I didn't even notice There's it. There's this so one part where in like the the older lady or whatever, the wife when she gets like when she's finally like transformed or whatever you want right. to say, and she's like crawling like through the stairwell or whatever, and it's literally like I like those scenes, but I th- I think that's I didn't oh, notice the score. It honestly but. sounded like someone was taking the same knife that she had just cut the like worm out of her leg into oh, my eardrums. Cool it was just like dah, dah, dah. I couldn't even like and it wasn't cool either. It, oh, the, the, see the foot scene I thought was cool. Uh, yep. I'm talking yep. about the crawling. Sorry, I know. So, I, so, I, I will say though, I thought the foot scene was also cool, and I, it was almost like the second act. I think I liked the most because I thought the first act was they set up nothing. Second act introduced some interesting ideas, and then it right. it just fell flat for me. I I love that they had that whole tracking shot where she's in the background and she like punches through the window. It was it was nice touches like that that it was like oh okay they're actually doing something instead of just doing like a a close up of it happening. It was yeah, all but a even nice like smooth. Even the steady cam operator, like sometimes they would just like accidentally bump into a yeah. wall, <laughs> and like that's the thing is like the presentation. Like I could see the effort that was going into it, and there was, there is a lot of good ideas happening, but it like it wasn't that it was just it's not even a cake that's underbaked in the middle. It was right. underbaked in like eight the, sections of from the, the beginning. Yeah. I don't know, man. Guys, and that, how good was that basement scene though? Well, it with was the, that's, with the little slug, like the man I slug. I love like, that. Yeah, it's because I like how that looks. So no matter what, you're going to have me smile. But it was such that's a cool the, idea for a scene. It was the sheriff goes down there to figure out what's going on. And this fucking slug dude's just chewing on him. But see, that's the problem. Is but there's no, I wanted more of that. Yeah. But I got that by the time I just could care less. They gave us the cum shot three quarters <laughs> through the movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's like love Mitchell. 3D. <laughs> no, but like the other thing, the thing that I, this is one of those movies though that I could, as I, when we finish it, I realize I'm like, I know that this movie is going to annoy me for years to come because people are going to be debating the beginning of this movie and saying that it had purpose and that we were all wrong. Because here's the thing, they actually attempted at a, there's multiple times where they attempted like how, uh, first of all, they are Randall and Emily are going to Randall's dad's beach house. Right. They get there and there's a strange man and woman in the house. And that strange man and woman in the house invite them for supper. 
They're like, oh, you should stay for supper. Yeah, I felt like there should have been a little more awkward tension in that scene because it didn't it, feel like they really liked each yeah. other that much either. Well, I thought it was awkward, but the thing is, that's like, hey, but also, fuck you, you're in my house. Like, this is my dad's house. Like, I don't care if you say you're friends with my dad. Like, this is my dad's house. Like, it was It was not even that, So like, that was a commentary, like, oh, they, uh, for no, sure. Yeah, dude, and, no. also, and also, Emily, it was not. Emily it, yes, I guarantee you people, that, that's, I agree with you, it's not. But people are going to be like, it was. It's 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 <laughs> and, poor writing. Like it it and Emily it could have came across as like an awkward like interaction between yeah. people, but it just came across as stunted dialogue. Honestly. It was yeah. And then Emily being the only one who didn't eat the oysters. Classic. Yes. I well I saw that. Yeah, that was that was obvious. From the just beginning. so obvious. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's like. But that's, that's not even pro- that's problem. Dude, dude, like whatever. No, but that that's people trying to be like really clever. Well, and I guess it makes so sense. I guess the fact she didn't eat an oyster meant that she was a superhero at the end of the film. Like, oh my god, I haven't talked about the worst part about the fucking movie. <laughs> I have to say something though. When she was in mid, um, like Superman mode, um, one thing I appreciated was that she smashed the window, crawled through the window, and then was hurt by the glass. You almost never see well, that. Yeah. It's because There's she, consequences to yes. the glass action. Well, so I will appreciate she, that. She knew what to do because she's training to be a scuba diver. Oh which my she, god! Which she told you. There was also and also she's an astrobiologist. Oh, okay, so she's an astrobiologist. I love. A, I love that. I, I hated it. that. Are you so nineties trope the nines? I love it. But it's, That's, it felt condescending oh, to it's me. It's so condescending. It felt I like, felt like, yeah, you're saying fuck you to me. Exactly. They were yeah. writing this role this for this person. This is all you could do? And, she, and, like, there was no way that wouldn't come across annoying. I feel yeah. like they were writing her as a... Like, you have to be 14. Um, no, actually, oh, my God. Well, See, yeah. I sound do like it. an asshole. Do I, it. I don't no, want to. I think to, to not care about that, you have to, like, to me, it's like, that's a, that's something where it's like, it's lazy writing and then being like, no one's going to notice that. But it's but also, it's like, I, if I'm being honest, it came off a little bit like misogynist where it's like, oh, oh yeah. the woman here is like explaining so much. She knows so much. She's getting annoying because she knows something for once. Yeah. I fucking hated and that. And the boyfriend's the deadbeat loser exactly, who just like, wants to sit and listen to music and he's like. Guys, don't project your insecurities no, on this movie. Like, Drop out of school. Fluoride's in the water, bro. Man, his his whole speech about how he's just like, Uh, I was just thinking, I'm like, what does an education get me? And then I actually said that, like, me and Courtney were watching, and I burst out laughing. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, what do you mean, what does an education... I don't know. Education gets you an education, you fucking idiot. (laughs) The the whole problem with that is they are attempting to give him some sort of... Backstory. backstory character that's fine whatever like they needed reasons why he's sleepy but the thing it's about so funny because is- i actually like this movie but i'm like ripping on it too <laughs> like, no man it's because like, i like it a lot and, and kyle doesn't no, so you have to float in the no, middle it's there. not that i don't care what you guys think i i'm gonna make up my own mind about movies but it's just like this How isn't dare a, you. this isn't a good mo- it's not a great movie but it's just like it has some cool practical effects but I'm not going to remember this. But there we, weren't even many practical effects. Like they were pretty far in between. They really were. Yeah. I mean, but sure, you, they were great. Don't get me wrong. But welcome to independent horror, Kyle. Guys, <laughs> yes, also when when she turns sorry, on the TV and it's you've, <laughs> you've seen tons of independent horror. Okay, you you see this in like every horror movie with this sort of world invasion thing where they have like the TV on and it's the warning thing. Boobs. We're watching Starship Troopers. Yep. Sorry. Great scene. Anyway, I, I think they did that in such an awesome job. I've seen a lot of movies do the, the same kind of thing and not do it really well, so I really liked it. I'm sorry. I you guys are just looking at boobs. <laughs> Kyle How am look- I the one taking the high road here? <laughs> Kyle just looked at me. He's like, you seeing this? <laughs> Dog, you seeing this? 1998? 
I don't remember what that actress's no, name no, is. Th- this was this was my sexual awakening with Starship Troopers. <laughs> I wonder quote. how. I wonder how many times. Yeah, no, no. Mitch has said this is a sexual awakening to a lot of things. No, but only no Starship because I said it was first. Me and my we went saw Titanic, and I was right. I was actually worried because I was like, oh, not really for me. Like to be honest, <laughs> you were worried. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I wasn't worried. I hope I'm gonna be sexually active. Like, <laughs> well, no. oh gosh. No, but then when I saw um, Starship Troopers, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not making fun of you for that. It's just you, you have a lot of sexual awakenings, and that's because you're a very sexual man. Man, you're 30 now. You're a that's ma- true. goddamn oh, man. Well, I guess my libido is about to hit go downhill. Hey, Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside. Looking just as old as always. Okay, we're now just commenting on Starship Troopers. Yeah, all right. so, anyways, you guys started this. Please continue. I, I don't even know where I was at that uh, okay. point. Well, okay, I, I would like to hear more about... Uh, the- that, like that's a big thing for me in a lot of Lovecraft films is even if the uh, characters in it aren't that interesting, I think that the concept carries it, and maybe that's me just having a bias towards Lovecraft films because the, that idea of kind of the the endless unknown and the the things that come with it and the the body morphing and stuff is something that's that's very scary because it's something you can't always control is your body literally changing while you're in it. Right. right or or you know having that scene of, of a worm crawling in this girl's like foot and just that idea of she stepped in something and now it's invasive inside of her sure sure i yeah. I, I guess the, i guess those ideas are are interesting to mm-hmm. me and i don't i think that's a totally valid thing to like be excited about in this film but i don't i still don't feel like it really spends enough time to develop those right. ideas right. I, think, I, I think they should have spent more time with the idea that because they kind of touch on it briefly is that the there's no one else here there's all these cabins and stuff right. and but they still brought in a couple new people just to the be the one random guy crawling yeah, on the that, floor and that's the thing yeah. too I think that was just them showing that it's happening in more places yeah, that, that it's was, happening that was everywhere. their invitation and the other thing is like yeah. I, I just didn't appreciate the whole like I'm I'm so over the whole is it a drug trip or is it real thing yeah like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm over it i don't i wouldn't quite call it like clever writing but at the same time like it's passable like okay sure the way like, they handle in this because it's actually the turning point of the movie it is exactly i think it's yeah. kind of fun you, how often do you see it where you know a couple of young hip kids are like hey you want to do a little trip and these oh old these God. old people see, are like, it's like yeah. courtney and i hanging out with our friends matt and christine which you yeah, met yeah, yeah exactly and i love <laughs> them so much and i love all of their dogs yeah there's but, the one point when like they realize like that, the like Mitch has gone missing. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, "Where'd he go? Like, he must have left her." He's like, "Well, why'd he leave her? Seems fucking shitty." <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> he just obtains a Canadian accent out of well, obviously he does, eh? Yeah, <laughs> for like three seconds. Well, yeah, I don't know. Should we rock and roll then, or uh, <laughs> like, working harder, hardly working? That's right? such a Denny's thing. It's very Denny's. <laughs> he had a Denny's forty times a day. Also, the way that they like try to explain their drug trip. Is not really how marijuana works. Like. No, or, or edibles. Or, yeah, I was kind yeah. of bummed on that. It's like, have you guys ever had edibles? You, you, man. It's not yeah. like that. No, oh, yeah, these the, Americans. The amount of fucking edibles that I've had. It, like honestly, the the sleepy dude is the guy I could relate to the most because it's like he probably wasn't tripping that much. He was just like really needed a nap, which yeah. is usually what what ends up happening anyway. Also, could you guys even hear one single word that the guy on the phone she was speaking to was saying? No. Like, no, but we, I kind of so liked that. It, we always watch. Uh, we watch everything with subtitles, though. <laughs> okay, well, that's actually. Have better. you guys ever done that? Oh yeah, of course. It's my favorite thing in the world now. It, we started doing it during COVID, and now it's never oh. stopping. What What made you start during COVID? Of all things, uh, I can't. Uh, I'm just can't, watching more stuff. I can't so remember like, what we were watching, but oh wait, 
No, it was way before Hannibal, but Hannibal definitely benefited from it. I was going to say, it. like, when you have subtitles on, you're watching harder than just watching. I get yeah, it. You're, pay you're paying closer attention, and you also realize, like, you can see the script. I used to do. Uh, it's it's actually really nice. Subtitles for Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, I that's actually how I first started, <laughs> yeah. is because I couldn't pay attention to it's all. It's hard of, sometimes. I'm like, how do you pay attention to forty fucking main characters? But I could barely hear what he was saying. But he also kind of sounded like the old timey guy who opens up uh, the second the used album. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I, in Love and Death. What a great, yeah, what a great. That album. one flew over my head. I'm yeah, sorry. Not much. You've never heard in Love and Death. I'm not much. Well, of a no, used you should. Guy. Peep, you should peep game. Yeah, those first three peep albums. Are fantastic. I'm, I still wish I. I should have loved that goopy alien near the end more. I think. I think that was sort of what solidified, honestly, whether I liked this movie or that not. That was the downfall. Because it wasn't that even I, that didn't impress you. Well, no, it it kind of did impress me, but it was just it was just far too late, and it just kind yeah. of made me realize that the rest of the movie didn't really go anywhere for me. And I would have liked. So you kind of looked that. at that as like a high point then, to an otherwise uh, lower point movie. For it kind of just felt like a pin in the cushion. If I'm being honest, like it was just kind of oh. like, oh, this is it. Like, I know the movie's about to end because it's almost 80 minutes. So yeah, like, yeah. there's not much more happening here. And I, I would have liked a bit more of that. Like, even if I just would have saw more of the creatures or more of what happens to these people, because yeah, sure, we we saw a couple incidences of. You know, the one woman getting taken over and him getting taken, Randall getting taken over. I thought that was the best segment of the movie. Like with that was effective, but again, it was it was just far too yeah. late. And it the, was, I yeah. guess maybe should we talk about the ending? We've talked about that we, me and Boozy seemed to like it. You didn't yeah, like it we, so much. We but should, but all, like I, to be honest with you, I, I even, I read up on it, where I was getting it. I do this because I have fucking rank ADD and I can't fucking... Uh, remember what I'm talking about at the time. But I was talking about how uh, we... I, I couldn't remember the ending, so I started rewatching it. But I oh, also yeah. I read up on the ending, and what the internet told me is that everyone fucking hates the ending. Like there's uh, oh, like every, I did not all, know that all the people. That's why I brought up to you. I was like, did you end up doing? Did you do any reading? Because like I didn't know that either until I was because I just remember that I didn't remember anything from it because the uh, movie ended. And I was like, what? That's that's it. Honest to gosh, honest to gosh, gosh, gosh. I do not read about this stuff before we do an episode on it because i, no, I, do, I yeah, don't want, want to, to have even even That's a fucking fair. line i don't want to have somebody else's idea That's which fair. is why sometimes i come on here and i get mud in my face because <laughs> apparently a movie that i best, not, i'm not talking about know, just this one i mean the, a movie that i hated you guys loved or vice versa that's the best part about boozy is you're yeah. unapologetically boozy i'm somewhere in the middle i wouldn't change I'm, a thing i'm about blazing you. my own trail here i wouldn't guys. change a thing about you i'll look at like except the, for i'd maybe get you to watch the stepfather one and two before three i'll look at like the general <laughs> rating to get an idea of like whether people liked it or not but beyond does that, that, does that affect your opinion? Not though? usually. Not so. Like, so okay. So if you looked at that and you're like, "Oh man, everyone hated this movie." Like, well, let's see what's going on. Well, because then you, you turn it into a challenge. This was also a pretty good. This is a pretty good example because it was pretty positive. Like I would consider reception positive. Overall. Yeah, totally. That's actually I feel out of place by not being blown away yeah, by this movie. And that's okay. I don't know the ending though. I just want to say, like, for me, I didn't think having an ending where there was sort of no resolution was a bad thing. Because like, that's kind of what happens, right? Yeah, like, it's in line with the rest of the movie. And they that's, don't explain anything else. Exactly. Like, <laughs> even that happening just kind of felt like, I don't know, a half-baked way to shock me or kind of leave me gutted. But yeah. at that point, I, I could cool, just care less, to they, be honest. I, just, I feel like they had a cool idea and they didn't know what to do with it. But they were like, hey, we can make some pretty cool scenes. Man, so I just had, like, yeah. the biggest gasp when she, like, after the car accident and she just is in the water all of a sudden and it's just that moment of like oh she's fucked like you know everything she's Man, tried she's good fucked. i'm kind of get I'm, out of here i mean if anything i'm envious that you had that experience boozy because honestly i didn't feel like 
any kind of stakes or any sort right. of danger for these characters in one way or all. And clearly you have that experience. Well, so. I think it's the repetition of them showing how, you know, they were touching the water and how there was like little things inside of it. Maybe or, I just wasn't nearly as attentive as you because right. like, honestly, like that makes enough sense to no, me. Like, they, I, they I ramped, it, they also, ramped that no, up. Also, I need to cut in here as someone who's been a boozy enthusiast for years. <laughs> boozy, this is very much boozy's thing. Like yep. I would uh, say if there's a double, also, if there's a double feature pick for this movie, it's the Bay, which I think is a far superior yes. movie. But Boozy loves his parasites. Yep, man. Boozy, there's like, something about but also invasive. Not, par- yeah. not parasite for the record. <laughs> no, no, because the yeah, it, it was whatever. <laughs> that's fucked. <laughs> but like, isn't it, it though? Boozy, Boozy. Yeah, that's why is because it's called Parasite and there's not a physical parasite. Yeah, he's it, like, what? Uh, are you what doing? a waste of a good name for a movie. <laughs> But it's, it's actually yeah. just such a genius name for what it it's actually is. Giant. Oh, God, it's so good. The, but no, but this is such a boozy movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm happy you could get something out of it. Um, and honestly, it's cool to have a film like this that is, you know, an, an indie film and is telling uh, a potentially interesting story. And I, 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 I can... Uh, I can appreciate this movie, but like I said off the top, it's just not for me. You know, really. I, you always say that I'm kind of the wild card. Like you just said that, but you I feel, are. I feel like Kyle is because I knew he wasn't gonna like it. No, okay, maybe not this, but yeah. like like Stay Alive, and then he likes like I know I you did he, last summer. Oh and, man, I call all those. Oh man, I got this little bitch figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I got him figured out so well. I like the, I like a certain kind of camp. You yeah, know? like it's oh it's, yeah, it's, you're it, like an acquired taste, and that's what I like. I just have I just have Kyle completely figured out. Like I know I know that this is not his kind of thing, and I know what kind of camp is his thing. I need and that teen drama. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. There's not a like I actually the first thing I did was I looked up the entire four characters in this cast and checked if any of them were in Degrassi. And I do that for every zero. I do that for every movie yeah, we cover. For sure he does. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I, I can appreciate what's going for, but it. It, it might connect with you more than it did with me. I hope it does. I have a question. Are you are you into now that you've kind of seen a couple more things? Are you into Lovecraft stories or that that not as much? I don't think it, like do you, can thing. you can you name a Lovecraft? Like, like do you like, like cosmic horror? Like yeah, I mean I'm I don't uh, how do I put this? It's not that like cosmic horror stands out to me specifically, right. but I have absolutely nothing against it. Right. I think any genre can be great if it's done well. I mean, I mean if anything. It'd be hard for me even to, to actually pick out a genre of films that I specifically like. Others and maybe decide that yeah, for me based on my interest. Stay alive is uh, no. I, I think like, like it, it's something's got to be like noticeably bad for Kyle to really enjoy, or else it's got to be notice. It's got to be like it has like, something unique and something to it. No, I'm I'm saying like in the legit movies that you like. right. It, that's why I'm curious to know what you think about the color out of space. I, yeah, and that's actually interesting. I've, I haven't seen it yet, but you should I've, make that your homework for next I should week. maybe that, that's what I'll that's what I'll peep on. It's on Netflix now. Peep Perfect. on that. It game. actually it, it's on Netflix. The thing the thing is is like something like Stay Alive is like it's 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 so goofy that I know it's goofy going into it. Something like this. It's like YTV horror for you. Exactly, but something like this, I know I'm either gonna get something that's really thought provoking or something that just misses the mark. Right, and that's what it is. And that's just what it does yeah. for me. But at the same time, it I tries could, to be thought provoking. Am I just too yeah. serious when I watch movies? Because uh, like lately, I've just I've just been trying to enjoy the actual story and right. Kinda, yeah. I love that. I can't wait until Annabelle four because I want to see if you do that going into that one. Because I, I do stand by that I think that you kind of sort of make up your mind something. Because you know also, but that's the thing is that you know that this is your type of thing. Right. You know that and you're going to root for it. You're going to root yeah. for it. You're going to, you're going to, 
That's like that's like man. If I was a filmmaker who made creature features right. or like any type of weird type of like super low budget type of shit, I'd be like, oh man, Boozy is on my side. Yep. He will get he will get my back. I can respect that, and I th- I think that's actually something I really admire about you, Boozy. Is you're ki- you. you kind of root for the underdog. I, yeah, you and know, I, and I, I, I like don't that. Th- I don't think it's fun to always shit on movies, and Tubi has a ton of them. Yeah, and I just want to say, like, this is not an underdog, though. No, no, no. no. I'm well, just no, saying, no, like, an extent, no, no. to an extent, it actually is. But like, like on that note, is that I, I'll go to bat for movies if they have an interesting story, because I think there's a lot of interesting stories that don't get a good platform. Right. Yeah, and yeah. or don't get told at all. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. At least look good. Like I mean, I I was not I wasn't mad that I spent my hour and a half on this movie, but I was not blown away. Right. But I wasn't like offended either. See, see th- I was waiting for this movie, and same with like Saint Maud. Unfortunately, that get got pushed yeah. back. I really want to see Saint Maud, so and uh, man, I was so excited to see the Lodge, and like there there's tons of stuff that I want to see that. Uh, I liked un- I liked Underwater. I was trying to think of a Lovecraft yeah, I know. film. What's your favorite cosmic horror? There's so many, but like, okay, I've, I've looked so much into this where the point of like, basically Alien could be a cosmic horror okay. film. Well, that's the thing is like, everyone thinks that just because it has a Cthulhu in it, that, that, that means it's Lovecraftian, which it's actually not. Like, Color Out of Space is actually the most, because that's yeah. actually based but, off of But like, Lovecraft. Annihilation is cosmic horror. Yep. Um, even Arrival, I would oh, say. Oh man, Annihilation oh, is. Arrival yeah. is unreal. Yeah. I, but it's, it's, all, it's all what what you want to get out of a cosmic horror. Because in the by, of definition, by definition, the thing is a cosmic horror movie. Yep. 100%. In the, in the Mouth of Madness is Which, a fantastic cosmic horror movie. It is fantastic. Movie. And, and see, that one's, that see, that one's more close to an actual Lovecraft Inter- I would say than yeah. just a, a cosmic horror because I yeah I think Alien and I think The Thing are both cosmic horror movies. You can also say they're just straight up alien movies. Yeah, but they follow all the same criteria of not only being a creature but also being a parasite inside your body, which is a big Lovecraft thing. Also, I, join our gent man tracheotomies. Yes, <laughs> I I honestly my ending arcs on this are just like I would rather watch Honeymoon, and I think yeah. I would suggest okay. listeners. I'm, who maybe align with my taste to check out Honeymoon instead. That's sure. that's what I'll say. I'm fucking... That's an unfair thing for me to... Ah, uh, fuck. I, yeah, I like, obviously I like Honeymoon more than this. Uh, but this... I don't know. If you have a Shutter account, check it out. Yeah. Boozy? Hi. Love you guys. <laughs> All right. Love you too. All right, guys. This was a fun episode. Uh, we will be back next week with... Uh, Probably, likely, there's going to be a chance that we're going to have four people on a couple episodes coming up. But uh, I will have announced our next series. But I want you guys to sound off right now. But how excited you guys are for Squatch season, boys. So excited for Squatch Squ- season. You don't even know. How do you see it? That's what I... I is that what Sasquatch sounds like? Oof, oof, oof. Uh, maybe like a... Ch- yeah, there you go. He's whooping. He's whooping. Oh, okay. We're tree knocking. See, this is a knocking. very good example of how little I know about Sasquatch. I know. So well, I'm ready. Better to is peep game. There's two. I'll there's three it. reasons why I want. It. There's 13 reasons why I wanted to do a Squatch season. Uh, no. Also, but, the guy's named Mitch in the beach house. We did talk about this. Yeah, we did talk. about That, that. is hilarious. Continue. I like. I that talked about it. He's the oh, he's the yeah. first person to play Mitch, who's not a bad guy in movies I've seen. Every movie that I see where there's a Mitch, he's a bad guy. Mitch Mitch Connor. Mitch, no, Mitch. Mitch is the name of the the abusive husband in. Enough with Jennifer Lopez. Oh. I remember seeing that when I was like ten. I was like fucking rude. Yeah. 
It's like okay. Your name, my name's Kyle. It's, it yeah, doesn't have Kyle a name. does not have. Man, a good when that when that it. meme came out, did it just ruin your life? No, I just I just no man. It. You know my favorite thing about that Kyle thing is that all of the Kyles that I know are the nicest guys. Yeah, like every Kyle that I know is fucking awesome. But it's also like you see and you're like, ah, I get it. No, or, that's a Chad thing. Yeah, that's Chad. a Chad or even like a Skyler thing. Yeah. <laughs> Totally, Chad. Chad. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's okay. so many more Fucking douchey Skyler. names. Now, Kyle, now I'm following. I don't even. I. Yeah, I don't know I, a bad Kyle either. If I'm being honest, yeah. but I'm clearly by. I know like every other Mitch that I know for the most part sucks, you're except only, for Mitch you're Clark. The only Mitch I know. Mitch Clark. And Mitch Clark. I know a couple Mitches, and they're all good. That's good. I know. I know some Mitches. douchey Mitches. All right. Well, I'm excited for the Sasquatches. Yeah, it's we're, gonna be fun. we're gonna be talking about three Sasquatch. So, Kyle, movies. you know nothing about Sasquatch. Have you watched any Sasquatch films? Even even like Harry and the Hendersons? Nope. Nope. No way. No. Oh, Harry. No, I don't think I know. Great. I don't know if I've ever seen a Sasquatch film. And you and you said. Oh, last but I I have seen Tenacious D in the Pick of Death. Right. And and last episode you said you you weren't into cryptozoology. You didn't. You weren't down for. <laughs> no, all that. I so, don't think I fuck with it. Okay. We'll also discuss this off air. But this was the first time that I pitched. Me choosing all three movies, I. But the thing is, it's because it's such a small subgenre that I want to narrow it down to three. Right. They cover. A, are you guys cool with the lineup, or would you guys like to possibly switch one out? I almost have no skin in the game on this one, so it's really on you. Yeah, the, that's main. Honestly, the main. I'm fine with it because yeah. he picked some good ones, like yeah. okay. some well, I, some quote unquote bangers. Yeah. Deal. All right, we'll be back next week with Squatch Week. <laughs> Sorry, Squatch Season. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys.